0: Greetings. I am Sheree Hardy,
1: and I'm Felicia Hardy,
0: and we are two, two more cents. We are a mother daughter duo, and we're just sharing our putting in our two cents on a variety of topics. We don't agree on a lot of things, but we have a lot of love and respect one with for one another, and we want to share that with you tonight. So tonight, we're going to be talking about another hot controversial topic and that is sexual harassment um what i realized from reading the news articles sometimes that people don't really understand what sexual harassment is we want to talk about ways that you can protect yourself ways that you can avoid sexual harassment altogether things that you can do to have a better work environment to have a better personal environment we're all about offering solutions, and so we're going to get this topic started. So the first thing I want to do is make sure you understand what sexual harassment is, because I recently read a story, and it was about this college that encouraged its students to be close and interact with their professors in a personal way. So allegedly, this young lady got close with her professor. They ended up Um, she ended up being at his home. He was a married professor. Um, The first encounter at his home, I believe the way the story went, um, she drank, you know, some alcohol and she became inebriated and they ended up having sex. And um, they ended up having a relationship for seven months until the wife found out about it. Now, this case made the news because, allegedly, this this professor was accused of sexual harassment. And after he left that university, he went on and got a job somewhere else, and I think it happened again. So, we want to talk about sexual so harassment. what
1: happened again? Sexual harassment? Uh-huh, sexual harassment. Having uh-huh. sex with a student.
0: Uh-huh, that's right. There's a difference. I want to talk about that and how we look at this because, in that particular case, there is a difference between you having an inappropriate, a professor or somebody in your superior, they call them superiors, I don't like that term, but your boss having an inappropriate relationship with you because you all are professionals versus harassment. I want to talk about the difference. Now, I was a teacher for over 30 years and we did a lot of sexual harassment training at one point. And one of the things that we learned was that harassment is not somebody wanting to go out with you or trying to get to know you in a personal intimate way. Harassment is when you say you're not interested. When somebody thinks you are good looking, are they telling you that because usually that's, they're just lying to you. But anyway, that's another story. But if somebody thinks you're good looking <laughs> and they trying to talk to you, that's not harassment. It's harassment. When you let that person know, Hey, I'm not interested I'm married, I'm in a relationship, or I just don't, I'm not into you. Whatever you say. And if they continue to pursue you, that is harassment. It is unwanted attention. It is unwanted bothering. It is threatening you. If you don't do A, they're going to do B. Because a lot of times in sexual harassment cases, the person who is doing the harassing or alleged harassing they're in a and they're in a higher position. they're the ones that determine whether or not you get paid and you are considered a subordinate so we're going to talk about so that sexual harassment so if you're working right now and you're working with a coworker and he's been trying to ask you out or take you out to dinner, that's not necessarily harassment until you say no and I'm going to tell you I have my own personal experiences where I had a few times when a co-worker right. I'm like if
1: that's the definition then I've been sexually harassed every job
0: I've ever had yeah when you say no and the person keeps going it would, it is considered harassment now I've had a couple of times when somebody on my job was trying to get so called get to know me and they pursued that and I had to tell them I'm not interested and I did have to tell them more than one time I did not go to a supervisor about it the last case the person was an administrator and I was a teacher and he kept trying to pursue me and first it started off kind of nice where co-workers were talking at the time he wasn't married but then he got married and to make a long story short I ended up sending him a letter I wrote it out because I had already had, we had gone through the training I'd done my own research I wrote him a letter clearly saying stating that I was not interested and that he should not contact me, A, B, C, D. And he was smart enough to stop. And this man, years later, came back and he thanked me that I did not go to a higher authority because he could have lost his job. And eventually, this is the sad part, eventually he did lose his job. He was demoted from an administrative position because he did the same thing. As I was casually talking to another co-worker, she brought him up
1: because i would I would say that a lot of times sexual harassment has to do with how i think. I don't know, and, and this is being very honest how disgusted the person is with the harassment uh-huh. like because if we really were to keep it a buck uh
0: uh-huh. come on keep sexual it a buck.
1: harassment would be very rampant yeah in this in, in every nation <laughs> yeah in the world yeah because if i were like i said and this is across you know genders or whatever mm-hmm. um harassment is real because right, right. if you it's were... based off your definition of saying basically no and someone c- continuously pursuing yeah, I mean baby
0: well it is more prefe- pre- uh, prevalent and
1: it is so about the some levels of us don't because I would say and I've seen I don't you know this is a touchy subject for me because like I said you know at what point do you say something or what point do you don't I think for me it would have to be physical like, if I knew someone when I was at my car, uh-huh. they were at the car. Uh-huh. Or But again, I think it still does have to do with disgust. Like, you know, that if you find that person very repulsive and you're yeah. just, like, over it and you want to be done and over with, yeah. I think you would probably be, you know, immediately be more inclined to, to yes. report it. Because I would be up in my my literal guttural area in sexual yeah. harassment reports if I well, were to, to pursue yeah it,
0: it, it, it because and that's why it's so common and I I blame well I put a lot of responsibility I don't like to use the word blame let me take that back I hold a lot of responsibilities to companies and organizations and institutions because what they have to do is have a policy in print and they have to go through required training to help people understand what harassment is, especially sexual harassment. I personally believe in a no fraternizing um, work environment that if you are personally interested in another person on your job, I just think that it is it it poses a lot of different issues let's say you do and that's get just together not realistic. right but let's just say but see this it causes a lot of problems and I know people don't want to leave their job because you know they fall in love with somebody and they you know they No don't wanna... I
1: get what you're saying but I just feel like in the in the essence of human behavior Oh yeah
0: oh yeah and,
1: and how we are as beings trying to when companies do that it's almost like taking away a freedom sort of and I get why they do, they're do they doing it because they're trying to avoid these kind it's of situations. It's kind a of gray area. However, yeah. when you're thinking about, you know, your rights and stuff, I feel like, yeah, if you do want to fall in love with somebody who works next to you, do your thug fizzle. My thing is, people should get, I think we should go back to your point, which is identifying, knowing what sexual harassment is. Right. And knowing the repercussions. Right. Versus someone you are both it's a mutual attraction and and y'all doing y'all thing um because i think the no fraternization policies that they have are for the sexual right it's like well well,
0: here's the thing and you talk about human nature what human nature tells us is that most people don't last so now you got two people yes they were physically attracted to each other yes they might have had some good times but if that relationship goes bad now they work together. Now we spend a lot of time as humans at our jobs. You're talking about at least eight hours for most people. So now you've got to be interacting in a close, very close space with this person that you are resentful of, that it, you know you hate now. At one point you say you love the person. <laughs> a lot of times you got people, now this happens a lot, where people on the job are married. And you can't, right. human nature is... We bond with people who we are around. Some yeah, people proximity. bond proximity, right? That pro- proximity bonding. Some people, for whatever the reason, make it sexual. That's a whole nother podcast. But they so they're gonna start feeling, you know, they they got a wife at home. She could be beautiful. She could be nice. But they're on the job, or it's husband, late. Our husband. Yeah, that's. that's it definitely that's can right. be
1: both oh, ways. And
0: it's used to the other way. It's usually the man. You know, he's married with a wife, a beautiful wife at home. And I know it can be women too doing this, but you're at home. And then you with this person at work and that person is always looking refreshed because they got to be, they don't, you don't see them with hair rollers on and you don't see them, you know, their breath is usually a little fresher because they have to take care of it because they have the job. So you're seeing this person that you're physically attracted to. And most people don't have the discipline not to be led by their, their, their bodies. And so it, with hormones, and so what they end up doing is they end up having an affair. And then when the wife finds out, just like in this case with this college university student, and I guess the issue was she was a young person. He was an older person. First of all, did he violate the trust of teacher-student? I was a teacher for 31 years, and I don't care how old a student is. I don't care what happens. I should not have a personal, intimate relationship, sexual, with a student. I'm close with some of some of my students, but it's an appropriate closest. It's a it's a loving kind of parent child relationship. It should never go that way. And that has to be established by organizations, by schools, by companies. When we're
1: talking about Utah Middle School, high school versus these people are grown. Are grown. Yeah, that's she's true. in college. I'm gonna be honest with you, baby. It's hey, and
0: it could sometimes the ages are close. My
1: thing is the violation of the marriage. I could I couldn't care less if the okay.
0: professor okay. was doodling in in a grown woman's okay, boom, bam, okay. you know
1: what I'm saying? Because and, she technically she's 19, 21. I mean listen, she's grown. She's grown. She's paying for a school. And here's another thing and about it. And technically, that's not necessarily a violation, but the the violation truly actually. Was the violation of marriage. Uh huh. But now let's circle back into how this is sexual harassment. Well, that's, that's, that's sexual
0: harassment? See, that's the issue. This can be grave because even though, and the guy's saying, well, this was consensual. He's saying just what you just said. Even though he was married, his his crime was, I guess, spiritual or religious because he was married adultery he committed adultery not sexual harassment because here's the thing about sexual harassment the stuff that's labeled sexual harassment most of the time there's not a person that's putting a gun to a person's head making them be in this relationship there's not a person putting a knife at a person's throat and saying you got to do this or you won't have your job now that does happen and that's when it is true so Real what, sexual harassment. And I didn't
1: read the article, but did she say that she was going to get a bad grade and she didn't keep sleeping with And him? see,
0: that's not what was said. Basically, she had to... Now, this is what's deep, and this happens a lot. She had a relationship with him for seven months. Oh, yeah. The only thing that ended the relationship was, the wife, was the wife finding out. And I'm going to be honest, I would. I have to go back and read that article thoroughly because I don't want to misquote or misgive give any information, give out the wrong information, But I will say this, this kind of thing happens a lot. So we're talking about how to protect yourself. Here is what I believe personally, and I know this is going to be hard because Felicia brought up a good point. Human nature. Human nature is real. We can't deny it. I personally believe that people should not have intimate relationships with coworkers. When I went to my job, I made up my mind that I was not going to have a personal relationship romantic relationship with the coworker. Now, I saw a couple of, I saw one couple get married. There were two young teachers that met on the job at high school where I was teaching. They became friends. They fell in love. And we actually watched them, Felicia and I actually watched them get married. It was a beautiful thing. They're still married. They have two beautiful children. That sometimes happened. I yeah, they also, were cute with they were cute. They were cute <laughs> so with a year. Yeah, that's a good a example, good, of, what good good example of what could happen. Then I saw, I worked with two other people. They were married on the job. And they had a great relationship. They were both teachers. They worked together. That was cute. Everything went well. I think
1: they were married prior to them. Oh, you yeah. I think,
0: they were, uh, I think they were married but they, prior to them. What about to...
1: the couple of the teachers who divorced?
0: I think they Oh man, I think that yeah, yeah, that was oh yeah, yeah, we we're not gonna say their name, but yeah, that happened. Ooh, that's that's interesting.
1: It can it can Yeah,
0: it it can happen. And you know it was another couple that got married. Now that I think about they were much older. This the first couple we talked about were young, they had never been married. But I remember working with another couple. So there are good stories like this, but then there are so many bad stories. But I think you have to rethink about do I wanna date a coworker? If this goes south, am I gonna still be able to go to my job? Another thing you have to do, and these are these are things that I strongly believe in, is personal convictions. You have to make up your mind that you're not gonna allow yourself to be sexually harassed. Like you know what? You say you're going to cause me to lose my job. I will leave my job and then I'll go back and sue. You have to see sexual harassment only happens. A lot of things happen because we allow allowed. Because if they say, hey, you're not going to get your job or you're not going to have your job or you're not going to get that raise if you don't do ABC. What, no, you know,
1: I consider that victim blaming.
0: And that's victim blaming to some people. And I respect that. But I, I'm <laughs> okay. not. Oh, and I'm not I'm not going to let you harass me because guess what I do I will do I will leave the job and I will go hire a lawyer. See here's okay, the thing. Now,
1: see here's the thing that you have to recognize and I feel like as a bully warrior I can speak. Come on name, now, a defender of the people. I do understand that there are people who are hopeless. There are people in situations who mm-hmm. can't just up and leave. You know we're up and leavers. Uh-huh, right. We're gonna go. <laughs> we that's gonna right. We gotta that's do that's and true. Get, own with our lives, That's but right. a lot That's of right. times, people can't even do that for That's true. whether it's financially or emotionally, because some people don't have the, the, the uh, I guess you would say emotional, spiritual, yeah, mental mental, right, strength, yeah, yeah. capacity to, to just walk away. They're thinking about so many other things. Uh-huh. Um, also, people have children. Okay? Uh-huh. We just talked about children. And so, you know, I feel like we have to recognize that and, um, and I, get I don't that know if part. you can totally say you're not going to be sexually harassed but i guess you could say to to have strength
0: well you only have two choices either you are going to be sexually harassed here's how it's gonna work either you're going to get in just say your boss comes in and says if you do this sexual favor i'll give you a raise or i'll do abc all right you've done one thing guess what you do it You might get a raise. You might not. You You know what he's going to do. You become a slave. So you have to make a decision. And that's the reality that a lot of people don't think it through. When a person is, usually these people are repeaters. They're repeat offenders. They are not going to stop. So you say, okay, if I do a you know he's going to give me B he you do it he may give you B and then he's going to keep asking for those favors so I guess
1: i think the second point should be more so being prepared that if you're sexually harassed yes. how you going to move that's, that right, that's
0: right that's right you got to be prepared because be prepared. you got to say and see i do believe in seeking legal counsel now we had an interesting situation at my the high one of the high schools that i taught at a young lady filed a sexual harassment suit against the principal that we had Allegedly, they had a consensual relationship. She, according to her, she wanted to get out of the relationship. They got out. She got out, but then she wanted to transfer schools because she didn't want to work with him because that was uncomfortable with that relationship. He did not, and which is understandable. However, he did not transfer her out as she wished. She filed a a, a lawsuit or filed a, a something, and guess what happened? He had to resign. Now, that was a case, and I get that she felt uncomfortable that's that That's a that bad example again. If, if it goes south, you know somebody's got to be willing to leave. A smart man would have just released her period. He wasn't quite thinking clearly. And he lost his job. Now, he got, went on and got another job because yeah, course, he resigned. News, dude,
1: that's messy. Uh, that's
0: messy. There you go. part of a
1: high school, and he was a decent principal. Yeah, he, he was. She that's was right. a great teacher. That's right. That, that was right. a lot of hoopla that could have been avoided That drama all could together. have been
0: avoided all mm-hmm. together. Yeah, yeah, another thing you want to do is you always want to seek legal counsel. You, you know, if it gets to the point where somebody won't let it go, remember her, what harassment is. It's not somebody saying they're interested. It's not somebody wanting to take you out to lunch. It's not someone who buys your rose and puts it on your desk. It's when you say, I'm not interested, and they keep doing that. You have to then seek legal uh, counsel. Now, and,
1: I want to add a blurb about seeking legal counsel. Okay. Now, you you were a part of, um, you've been a part of the public school system mm-hmm. of the U.S. within Florida, Georgia. Mm-hmm for these number amount of years and because you're working with children it's a very severe and serious they don't give you the legal counsel that's right my point is that a lot of companies say you know come to us Uh when you're sexually Uh harassed Uh I would would not recommend that I would say get outside source of legal counsel do not seek legal counsel (laughs) good point within the company until you have seeked Sought Sought, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sought (laughs) legal counsel outside of the company because companies are always going to protect themselves. And what you're trying to do is protect yourself. That's right. So always remember, even though you might have given these companies years of your life and love and light, that's right. um, Unfortunately, in this circumstance, I would say never seek the legal counsel. Um, mm, Within smart. the company, always go outside the company. Now, like I said before, as a teacher, they're going to be like, yo, we got to get this together quickly. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to give you the legal counsel. Yeah. You're working with children. That's serious. That's right. But for most companies, I would say all of them, um, go outside to seek that legal that, counsel, ooh, but you do seek a, it. You You
0: make a very, very good point because... Most companies do want to do whatever's in their favor, whatever's right, an advantage to them. Like you were them.
1: saying, if it's a superior yes, officer, yes, quote unquote, yes. mm-hmm. it, it, you know, they don't still again have their interests at heart. Because they, right. if you're superior, that means you're, you know, you got more benefits, more money coming That's through, right. all that kind of stuff. You're more intertwined into the company mm-hmm. more and you're less dis- uh, dispensable. Than a than a someone who's underneath that person. That's right. That's right. That person.
0: A lot of times, this is really sad to say that workers are like pawns for some of these major companies, and the administrators and the leaders in that company they are considered very valuable. They get a lot of money. They get a lot of leeway, and it's unfair. It is an unfair reality. I recommend is you looking at the sexual harassment policies of a company or just before you get hired to find that out most companies have something in place now because they don't want to get sued because of this me too movement and time Mm -hmm. is up and all of these different things they are terrified to get sued because what's going to happen is they're going to have to pay for your livelihood but like Mm -hmm. she said that's critical Mm -hmm. you have to know in your heart should i go a should i go b because you could still lose your job you could still go probably will you probably will because just
1: and if you do... You don't lose your job... When you come back... What are you... Like and, a pariah... Or something at that point...
0: Like... And, and
1: it's guess, just like... And Why what? am I here? So you might as well yeah. just move on to another job...
0: That's right... Uh, because and,
1: it's going to be a whole bunch of mess... And then... Oh God... And what I'm
0: crazy. trying to do... Is save people from bad memories... Because here's the thing... You right. do a sexual favor for somebody... And I hate to say this... Usually the joke is going to be on you... You're going to do it... They might follow through with the... That actually happened... To another administrator... It happened where allegedly he promised this teacher that she would get a position if she had a relationship with him. Now, he's married. I don't know what her marriage status was, but he's been married to his wife for a long time. And apparently she did what he wanted her to do. But she didn't get that position because a lot of times, even though these bosses have power, they have limited power. Right. They can't do everything they promised. Exactly, you have to be a person of integrity and decide you're not going to have the memory of being a slave to this person, having you do something that goes against your character or something you got to think of later and you regret. That's why I said, I know it's not easy to walk away. I know some things are easier said than done. But you only have two choices when you see it's a problem. Now, if it's somebody like my coworker, he stopped. He knew when I wrote that letter, he knew that I was not playing with him. And he he stopped. And later, like I said, years later, he thanked me that I didn't go and talk to somebody. So you got to make up your mind. Another thing is this. I I want you to start thinking of safety. I, I know that, you know, even though we live in a society where there's a lot of violence There's a lot of rape and murder. We have to be diligent about not letting our guard down. I want to encourage anybody that's listening. Don't go to anybody's personal space. Don't go to anybody's home. If you do that, make sure you've known this person for a very, very, very long time. And That's right. That's what you just just said. I just
1: say keep personal, personal... um I I know personally I have I know again I I recognize that human nature is what it is uh-huh. um, people's hopes and dreams and emotions get caught up in diff, you know uh, human interactions and stuff but yeah. I know for me personally I have a strict you know that first year of working there <laughs> you know yeah. you kind of just go to work come home go to yeah. work come home yeah. don't try to do the different making friends that all that kind of stuff and it's not because you're a meanie or whatever you think may come along with that mm-hmm. it's to just kind of observe your work environment first yeah. I mean you may not even be there and mm-hmm. you it's just too many interconnections that can be messy when you break away just mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff plus your business is your own and it's not your, your co-workers y'all are there technically only to work. So let's try That's to keep that point. energy going and yeah. be productive and, and kind of, you know, hold fast to your dreams and stuff instead of the social aspect I think a lot of people get caught up in when they're yeah. at work. And I understand it. why they do it. Right. Because work is work and uh-huh. you know that could be hard, stress, uh-huh. all that. So friendship development and interacting is kind of like a, a pillow to that that coarseness of 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 having an occupation, and you
0: know some jobs encourage. You know, I was a teacher, and I never mixed work and play at all. Because in, in teaching, generally, teaching has changed a lot. Where teachers are encouraged after hours to get together and do things like happy hour. This is stuff that people did in the other world, the business world. Um, I, I never did that. I did not socialize with my coworkers in that way. I did not have drinks with my coworkers. I, as Felicia said, I did not mix work and play. When I went to work, I tried to be respectful. I spoke to people. I tried to be a good team player, a good co-laborer, a collaborator. I did all those things, but I made sure that I didn't mix work and play. And I remember one time telling my cousin, I said, you know. They keep having these events outside of the schoolhouse, and they want me to come. And I said, I cannot, I just cannot, because I'm I'm almost 60 years old. So I come from a whole different generation. I just didn't want to go. And he said, well, you know, if you don't go, they're going to start to look at you a little funny. And I had to respect that because that's encouraged. (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's encouraged but back in the day, they didn't do that. I don't, you know, you kind of. I
1: mean, well, now hold on, because see, your age group is actually the messiest at were.
0: Uh-oh! Place. Come on now.
1: No. Tell us, but-, <laughs> <us>. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> now don't talk about. we not gonna do this. And that should be a podcast in itself. Okay. okay. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, let's do that. That we'll do that. oh man, that's a
1: delusion of generational math. That's a delusion. Ain't yeah. ain't no generation different from that much different from the other, most of us are all really kind of looped up together, because yeah. we, we each one raised the next one, that's so I mean, true. how different well, can we be? Well, you know, some
0: I'm people saying. are different, that was just but, a personal thing with Right, me. now that's you, yeah, Green, that's, but
1: that's not yeah. most people you're, able to say, oh, because I'm pushing and she's not pushing Well,
0: no, they've been, in the corporate world, they've always um, corporate encourage
1: encourages. So, so that's what I'm right I getting going to say. In the corporate okay, world, they okay, encourage
0: I gonna say, it. I was going to say that, but yeah. be safe. I want to just talk about. I'm going to do a whole podcast mm-hmm. on this, and we'll do one together about you know using alcohol and drugs recreationally with people, your coworkers, because <laughs> you know, I may not be living. You can. You just keep it real and okay, be true to yourself. I'm keep it but 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 this is the thing I want to say. You know, if you go to first of all, there's not too much that can happen at a house so you if you're going to somebody's house you gotta already know what's getting ready to go down and we're gonna wrap this up but then if you, you're in a personal setting on a house where there's a bed or there's a place where you can get intimate and then you add alcohol or drugs to it that mix, 2 and 2 equals 4, something is bound to happen that yeah. you may it's, not it's, want to happen. I will
1: I will acknowledge that it's to control the uh
0: the outcome.
1: Well, what is it the I mean, what happens when you do
0: these things? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Your yeah. hormones You're actually under the influence. That's right. More, that's right. that's uh, right. Or your
1: sexual hormones
0: Well they talk about that food. alcohol
1: Right. Does. It, it kinda stirs the pot. So yes, right. that could that definitely does influence. And I mean most people when they're ready to do something like that, they gonna offer it to you. So yeah. that's kinda how you know. Yeah. If they offer you water, you know, you kinda can keep your guard down a little bit, a little.
0: But be careful about even drinking something at somebody's home and what they're offering. We know, we know what happened to Cosby. People drinking different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, be careful about what you drink. Yeah, that's a part of safety. So we're gonna wrap things up, and I just want you to think about sexual harassment again. What are some ways that you can protect yourself? Number one, this is just a personal opinion. Really think about not dating coworkers, not getting personally involved. Work and play, in my opinion, this is just my humble opinion, should be separated. Of course, be respectful and be cordial and be a team player. But watch what you do outside of the workplace. Number two, you have to make up your mind that there's always a possibility that you can be sexually harassed. Are you going to go through the sexual harassment and have to go through that turmoil on your job, are you going to have up in your mind made up like, look, I'm not going to be sexual harassed. I will leave this job. A door will open for me. A way will be made. And then I'll go get legal counsel because I have bills. We talked about seeking legal counsel. And Felicia brought up a good point. Seek legal counsel outside of of that company. If that company let the sexual harassment happen in the first place, then they're probably not going to be on your side. So that's a very good point that she made. Get a lawyer. Let me tell you something these companies do not have a right to create a toxic environment. You should be able to go to work and just work. You went to school, you got some training, and you are an asset of value to the company. They should bother you. Another thing is, I want you to think about your memories because you know, all we have at the end of the day are memories. You don't want to create a bad memory for yourself by being in an adulterous relationship or going along with somebody thinking they were going to do something that they're never really going to do. They have no respect for you anyway if they're trying to get you to have sex with them for a favor. So please, please understand. Don't give yourself any bad memories. And last but not least, but this is so critical. Be safe. You know, you're going into somebody's home. Anything can happen in a person's home. That's not your home. So you don't know what they got going on. You don't know if they have cameras. Right. Then if you add... Alcohol or drugs, that, that combination usually ends to something that you may not be ready for. It's going to usually end up with sex because like Felicia said, alcohol is going to, you know, increase your desire maybe to be intimate. Yeah drugs can do that too your guard is let down you're not sober see I have this thing when you're not sober you're not thinking think about that because this girl she said she got drunk she drank now he didn't put a gun in her head this professor and make her drink he took advantage of her youth maybe but somebody could argue no she was old enough to know better she got drunk they had sex in in his house where his wife he and his wife sleep and they did that for seven months I don't want to blame her. I just want other women to understand it doesn't have to end that way. And so, ladies and gentlemen, again, I'm Cherie Hardy.
1: And this is Felicia C. Hardy.
0: And we, we are, are Two More sense. sense. We thank you again for tuning in. We hope this show gave you some insight and empowered you in some way. You can contact us by emailing two more sense at gmail.com and that census spelled s e n s e we would love to hear from you send us your questions your comments give us an idea for a show we would love to hear that hear from you take care thank you thank you bye bye